Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy. Then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place. And we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Stella Belafonte here, and welcome to another episode of Tasty Topics. Welcome to my table. Today, we are having a buffet. I have a guest, a wonderful friend and co-worker, Mr. Lance Liverpool, model, actor, and juice maker extraordinaire. Introduce yourself to the tasters, Lance. How you doing, everybody? I'm Lance Liverpool. I am... On, I could be found on Instagram, Lance underscore Liverpool. And uh, also, for my juice business, for the tastiest juices you'll ever drink, mm. Savor Elixirs on Instagram. S-A-V-O-R-E-L-I-X-I-R-S. Okay, so we got some tasty testosterone in the building. Yes. And today, Lance and I are sipping on one of his delicious concoctions. What are we drinking today, Lance? This is called Pineapple Bliss. Mm. Yes, yeah, pineapple ginger. It's a pineapple ginger juice. Oh, delicious. And I am enjoying this. So today, Tasters, what we are going to get into is what men really want mm. from the mind and the mouth of a man. And oh, to let you all know, this will be my first video recording. So you can catch Lance and myself on YouTube at Tasty Topics, Stella Belafonte. I'm very excited about this. And uh, again, we're going to discuss what men really want and what we think men want. Okay. As women. So, at today's buffet table, I'm just going to shoot them at you. Oh, please do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tell me that you're ready. Well, maybe you should take another (laughs) sip. All right, let's go. So, again, for those who don't know, most of my tasty topics focus on women's issues with love relationships family but it's not just about women we need men as well but I speak from a woman's perspective because I'm a woman but I like to know what goes on again in the minds of men we do a lot of speculating as women at least I know I do you hear it all the time girl ain't no man gonna want you if you do this men don't want women who act like that And we don't always know that. It's a lot of guesswork. And I feel like with a lot of the guesswork, we get fucked up out here as women. Yeah. You know, from the things that we believe, the things that we fall for, instead of actually asking men what's going on and um, having discussions about it, again, we just assume. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is, are you married? No, I am not married. Okay. And if it's okay to get into it, I'm 45. How old are you? 38. Okay, so you're a young tender, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Mr. Lance at 38. Now, you are unmarried. Are you marriage-minded? I am marriage-minded. Um, I grew up in a household where marriage was present. Uh, my parents actually got married before they had me. Ooh, um, yeah. That's, look, that's a wonderful thing. Right, right, Okay, right. Not, yeah. not a wedlock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, so I, that's the, that's the uh, household that I was 
raised in mm-hmm. and the example that was set for me. So, yeah. So, that's a big deal for you. So, you are not trying to get anybody out here pregnant. You're not trying to make anybody a mother before you make them a wife, basically. Exactly. exactly. And you know what? Which, I, I need to hear that. Which, like which, that. Is, which is why, at the age of 38, I still don't have any kids. I'm not married yet. Well, you know, speaking of that, as far as being 38 years old, as a man, I feel like you all are so fortunate. You have the choice to wake up at 68 and decide if you want to get a young tender and make them a mother. But it's nice to hear <laughs> right, that right. you want to make someone a wife first. But here's my advice. Don't wait too late because this is just my opinion. I feel like old people make old acting children. What do mm-hmm. you think? I mean, I don't know. I think that's more of a myth, in my no, opinion. I always said that. Old acting children. I used to tell my friends, you have to notice that when you was in school, the class weirdos, let's be real, we had some weird people in school. When open school night came and their parents came up, it was in their late 60s or early 70s. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> hey, that, that That's another show. So I'm going to jump right into it. Look, I got a whole... Buffet to choose from of questions that you know I want answers to. All right, no problem. So first and foremost, you are single and you're unmarried, but are you dating currently? Yeah, yeah, I got someone special in my life. Okay, so you do have a girlfriend. You have someone special in your life, and I I do like that. I'm just curious. Have you been dating for a long time? Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been a process. Um, yeah, probably probably longer than. Uh, I would have liked to have been, but, mm-hmm. but you know, but it's a process though. Okay. I like that. The process. Okay. I'm going to jump right into it. Mm-hmm. This is something that people like to deny, but men usually have a type. Now you say you got someone special for you to mention her. That means that she was your type. What's your type? Mm, what made her your type? type? What made her the one? It could mm. be physically, as far as her personality, what made her the one that you wanted to say, you know what? I'm going to lock this one in and try well, to make it happen. Well, well, my type. I actually, to be honest with you, I actually have a range. Give it to me, because I need to hear that. Yeah. Because, yeah, again, yeah. as women, we assume, he don't want women with this. He doesn't want women with that. Or they only like this type. What is Lance's type? Just curious. Type, I mean, Give me your range. Well. Body-wise, I'm going to go right in. As far as frame, you like them tall, you like them short? That's what I'm saying. I like tall women. I like short women. Thick I like uh, Thicker. Okay. More, yeah, I'm on the thicker side. I Lighter say. dog. Be honest. Uh, you can mm, say it lighter. Yeah, okay. It's lighter. Wrong. And let me explain that too. And I'm we're gonna get really deep right here. Mm-hmm. With everything that's going on as far as Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Movement, I feel like as Black people, we have lost the ability to be able to say I like, and we've gotten to a place where, in order to be politically correct, that it's okay to say out loud that we only like one specific type and i'm gonna be honest i have an issue with that when i was younger it wasn't a thing you said hey i like light-skinned boys i like chocolate boys i like caramel men Mm -hmm. but now in you know the 21st century the only thing that is okay to say is i like black and that's it it's not (laughs) fair so we're not gonna play that game here you like what you like so I'm getting into what Lance likes. Okay, so we gotten into his type. He likes him curvy. He likes him a little on the light side. Said it doesn't matter if they're tall or short. Uh, this is what else I'd like to know. Now that you're dating, have you just X'd out dating other women completely? Like, do you 
have you made yourself monogamous in this dating process? Let's, is it okay to ask you that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can ask anything. Okay, so that's it, the person yeah, that you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm focused I like right that, now. so you're yeah. not in the dating game. Right, okay. Focus. And I have, okay, speaking of focus and dating, I know you heard what's going on in the world right now with Keisha Cole. Uh, I just dropped an episode about the madness with women being riders, these ride or die women and being down. This is something, okay, I got to turn around for this one. Is, uh, what do men really feel about that? Is that a requirement? This being a rider? Because let me tell you what women assume, and you'll hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. A man should be there or will be there for that down-ass bitch. You always hear about the down-ass rider bitch, mm-hmm. the one that got his back, the one that let him uh, run around and come back home. Like, mm-hmm. is that a requirement? Like, how deep is that? A woman being a rider for you. Oh, it's, it's very, it's, it's very Give important. Give it to me. Yeah. I'm, but how deep, like, do you prefer a woman who will stand up for herself and actually leave you for your bullshit? Or just sit and take it because she's your rider? Because when we talk about riders, mm. women are talking about to the fullest extent. Okay, okay, okay. That's what you mean. Yeah, be honest. Which would you prefer? I know what men would rather get away with. But yeah, right, like, right, right. your lady right now. Yeah. Let's just say right. she found so, out she was cheating. Would you I would I would ex- I would expect mm-hmm. for her to leave. Would you expect it? I would expect for her to leave because listen, let's be fair. Being cheated on doesn't feel good. That's awful. Right? It's it doesn't feel good. So if I were to uh do something like that, something selfish as that, then she has every right to feel like listen. You didn't respect me in your decision making and what you decided to do. Mm-hmm. You weren't considering us and what you decided to do, so I'm out. I, w- I wouldn't take that away from Sounds you. Sounds good. What if she decided to ride for you? I ain't going nowhere. Lance, you are my man, and I know you cheated on me, but she had you once. I got you all the time. Now, do you respect that? Do men respect women who act like that, who feel like that? Do you respect that? I definitely... I can speak for myself in saying that I definitely... Do respect it. Mm. I respect it. Okay. I, I mean, like I said, I would expect to be left. Okay. But if she decided, you know what? I've been putting this time in with you. We can work through it. We can get through this. Mm. Then I would definitely respect her for making that decision. Okay. So you respect it. Uh, again, I, I'm not going to say you ran around that. No, I'm saying I respect her for making that decision. <laughs> regard you said you would expect her to leave and then you would, say you would respect it if but she stayed. I, so I, I, I would expect her to leave uh-huh. but if she decided to stay and ride it out with me uh-huh. then I would respect her for making that decision because because what that what that's telling me is that she sees something in me despite my faults uh-huh. despite my shortcomings she sees something greater in me and something potentially greater for us. Okay. That I, I understand that. Okay. I'm going to go back to that rider thing because it, it, it's levels okay. to riders. Okay. okay. What about dating women with kids? What do men really feel about that? It's levels to that too. But I'm just curious. Can I ask, is, is your lady, does she have children? Well, well, I don't mind dating women with children. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. Um, uh, I will say that most of the time men don't want to deal with drama. Whether it be, you know, baby father drama mm-hmm. or children who are 
so attached to their biological father that they don't want to that you accept don't, right, someone like new. You can't find come, your place in that child's life right. because there's still somebody hanging out in the background. Right. I get that. Right. So, so yeah. So, I mean, th- these are things that a lot of men feel when it comes to dating women with, with, with children. Also, speaking of children, like I said, it's levels to it. Do men really judge women based on A, the number of children, and B, having children by multiple men? Is mm. that a big deal? Unfortunately, I think that well, I, unfortunately, I think that that is that is something that is taken into consideration for yourself. Um, like, no, I'm, I'm talking about men in general. But I'm just curious, like for me, you, if you met a lady and you thought she was really attractive, mm-hmm. and when you had your first conversation, you found out that she had three children by three different men, is that a deal breaker? To me, me, I'm believe it or not, I'm a very non-judgmental person. Okay, right. I more so look at who they are, how they treat me, what they're about, what they're doing with their life, not mm-hmm. necessarily how many baby fathers they have, right? Okay. Because that doesn't, to me, that doesn't say anything about their character. Okay. So, so, but, I mean, you know, some men do, yeah, that does weigh heavily on their decision-making and, and choosing a woman. But not but, for you. For you, you take it, it's a case-by-case case yeah, basis. it's a case-by-case case basis. Okay, you know? I like yeah. that. Okay, so, the, when I tell you, again, it's a buffet because... <laughs> women, you... we make so many assumptions. Uh-huh. So everything that I'm asking you, and then like I said, I'll shoot it around with you and let you know what we assume. Okay. Now, as women, we also feel like I'm not a mother. I don't have children. We feel that men take us on a case by case basis because that's what happens. Okay. But um, lately, you know, with all of these, like social media has just exploded. It's gotten to the point where. What celebrities think and celebrities feel, it's like just opening up your window and their opinions are right there. It didn't used to be that way. You used to have to wait for Vibe magazine to drop. I'm so old that I can remember right on. You know, have to read, look, read your parents' Essence magazine to know what celebrities think. Now, all you got to do is open your phone, turn on your TV. All the celebrities now, they're love experts. They are podcasters. They're giving their opinion. And the reason why I brought it up is because, speaking of dating women with children, you got this new narrative about men being simps. And the couple of the moment with that label is Sierra and Russell Wilson. And I think it's awful. I don't understand how Russell Wilson has earned a scent label. I think I was explaining to you before, back in the days when a man decided to take on another, a woman's, you know, children by another man and marry her. That man was called the stepfather. Mm -hmm. Like when did he become a scent? But what makes him a simp, is it because of the man that Sierra was with before him? I'm starting to think that that's the focus. Everybody's looking at Sierra saying, oh, look at the type of dude she was with before Russell Wilson. And and I just think that that's really crazy. Like, I wonder about that too. Like, do men, do you really care about a woman's background? Like, for instance, if you hear that a woman dated a scammer. Mm. on ex-con mm. say you were sitting on a date with a woman and the news comes on it's like babe oh my god that's my ex they finally got him <laughs> like, <laughs> it uh, like is yeah. that a deal breaker? i mean i mean once again now if you're asking me yeah for my personal I opinion once again i take i for me what weighs heavier for me is how 
she is with me. Mm-hmm. Not the men she chose in her past or mistakes that she made in her past. Whatever, however you want to word it, it's more so how she deals with me. So she treat me right. That now. a beautiful shorty you just met, mm-hmm. her ex was the dude that was notorious for um doing bank heist. Right in now, the late nineties. I mean, <laughs> I, mean listen, I can handle it. My only so judgment-free zone. Right, judgment-free. <laughs> my only thing would be: is there going to be any drama around dating? Absolutely. Her? That, that's my thing because I don't do drama. Right. Do you have to wear um, protective gear? Yeah, with yeah, your yeah, eye yeah. With it Because I ask. I understand. Right. That. Yeah. So. Okay. Now this is one. I I don't know if I should say this, but I, I'm going to save this one. Um. What do you what what's up with men with digging in the crates? When I say digging in the crates, why do men go so far backwards when it comes you know what I mean? Like digging up women from the past, like is it out of boredom? <laughs> like is it is what is it? Does is it because your well has run dry? I know you've done it. I don't know a man who hasn't. I'm gonna be real with you, Lance. It's 2022. I got men that have still got my number from 2011. But listen, but listen, women do it too, though. See, I need to hear that because I, honestly, I'm not one of them. So I need to hear. So I guess it's a balance. I, right here in the God. I believe you. I believe you. I'm done. I believe you. Listen, but I yes. heard a woman say years ago, and I stick to this. Once three menstrual periods have passed and I haven't heard from you, you're a ghost to me. Mm. So there's no digging in the crates for me. Mm. But you said women do it too. So yes, I guess it's abso- a, okay. Absolutely. See, I don't, I don't absolutely. do that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. listen. I don't go back with Stella, you. listen. This is 2022. <laughs> this is 2022. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but to answer your question, listen. Yeah, all that means, all that right. means, all that, all that means is that you you left a lasting impression. If if you got guys hating you up from back back in the day, that means you you did something right. Stella's left a lasting. Check out Stella Belafonte. This apron is courtesy of my beautiful cousin Pam, who knows that I leave a lasting impression. Follow her on Instagram at Glam PJ. Stella Belafonte's apron, serving up the tasty topics and lasting impressions. Okay, so yeah. you know what? Honestly, I didn't want to be that vain and say that that's why men dig me up. <laughs> but you know why? Because I, in my opinion, there should be a cutoff for that. Like, I'm telling you, I got men from as far back as, I would say, again, 2011, digging me up. Also, let me tell you what women think. I got into it with a young woman about this. She and I had a back and forth because I disagree. She said that there's always one that can have you no matter what. Mm. There's always one from your past. And I told her I beg to differ. Mm. Lance, at 45 years old, there is not a man from my past that can call me today mm. or any night, okay. lonely or not, and have me. So, okay. you know what, okay. I guess? Well, kudos to you. It's, it's all about it. Yeah, kudos to me. Yeah, yeah, kudos yeah. To me. Okay. Um, hmm. This is something that women, we discuss, but we don't really like to admit that it's true. We would like to say that, you know, it's not always about looks. And I know that's bullshit. Be honest. <laughs> it's pretty privileged a thing. Do you, have you found yourself as a man allowing women to get away with things when they are prettier that you wouldn't allow from women that you didn't feel were as beautiful? Tell the truth. Have you let a woman who you thought looked better 
Get away with a little more. Be honest. Um, naturally, 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 I think. Now you say naturally. Yeah. I, I men don't really admit that, and I need yeah, to hear. No, that. I think I think naturally, as as men, you know, we'll we'll, we'll be more inclined to let, let a little let one. a little more let slide. The cute one go through your phone while the ugly one gets the fuck smacked out of her because she's ugly. Uh, I'm telling nah, you, not I do, feel nah, like we're not doing okay, that. Okay, maybe not as crazy as that, but I feel like. Just beautiful women, like even I keep bringing up Keisha Cole. My God, I know you know what she probably her ears probably ringing with me calling her name so much. I feel like she has a history, from what I'm understanding, of a lot of ratchet behavior. And in my opinion, I feel like a lot of that is based on pretty privilege because men think mm-hmm. that Keisha Cole is so cute that it's okay. What you think? You think that's what it is? Like, be honest. If Keisha Cole looked like Gabor Sadibi, be honest, you think she could get away with the shit that she gets away with? Tattoos on her ass and throwing eggs at Rolls Royces. And nah. and the reason why I brought up Gabori, and I know people will probably say, how could you say, because this is an honest space. That's one thing with tasty topics. We don't bullshit here. I'm going to say the things that I know people say outside in the street. I'm not going to sit here talking about, oh, Leslie Jones is beautiful when we all know in the kitchen and at the table everybody's calling her ugly. Like yeah. I said, I feel like if Keisha Cole, we're not even going to compare the names. If she didn't look the way she looked, in my opinion, as a woman, I feel like she couldn't get away with the shit that she gets away with. Yeah. Okay, now that you, you you feel like you're on the road to making something happen with a woman, you're still fairly young, 38 years old. Do you believe in forever monogamy? I'm talking about forever sexual monogamy. Do you really think from now to the day you die, you can be with one woman? Absolutely. Woo! That is so deep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because let me tell you what women think. Mm. And most women feel like that's bullshit and that all men are going to cheat. And that as long as a man is good to you and how he takes care of home, a lot of us have been taught that. You just turn a blind eye because a lot of us can't even believe that women, that men are actually monogamous. It's just so hard. Well, to well, well, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you think that men 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 cheat. I well, you know what? That's so hard. The reason why, in my opinion, I feel like men cheat because deep in my soul, I don't feel like human beings are built for monogamy. Okay. I feel like people get bored. Just like I love Chinese food. I could eat Chinese food every day mm-hmm. for a month straight, but a month and a half later. I might want a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how mm-hmm. I am. And I'm a woman. And I know I like variety. Like, I have no problem with being monogamous. I'm just like that. I'm a faithful person. But I think we're taught that as men, it's just not y'all thing. Like, you just you just don't know how to sit still and keep your dick out the street. <laughs> All right. So, let me ask you this question, right? Mm-hmm. So, you like variety, mm-hmm. but you remain monogamous. Is right. that is that because... Of your values, despite so, does that mean that you might want something different, but just because of your values, you you stick with what you have? Well, you know what, I gotta be real with you. I think deep in my heart, I am a polyamorous person. Okay. I could deal with. I got love in my heart for more than one man. I wish we lived in a world where American women could have two and three husbands. Mm, okay. You know, people usually look at polygamy and polyamory as the man being able to have all the women. The only issue 
that I have with it all is that I think people still find a way to ruin it. I know women who mm. give them in a hall pass and they fuck that up. <laughs> I know women who involve themselves in threesomes and shit and men still find a way to not do right. It happens. That. It happens. That's why I was just curious. Like for you, like again, like sexually, physically, like let's just say you and your lady that you're dating now just work out. You can see Lance from 38 to 98. With just this one woman, yeah. you making me smile because I need to hear that. Like I love to hear a man say, "Hell yeah, I yeah, can do yeah. it." Okay, so. well that that that's out all right. <laughs> okay, um, hmm. can we get down and dirty? Look, you might need to take a sip because ah, this is tasty topics, and we're gonna keep it tasty. Let's keep it spicy. Okay, now this is another what we assume as women. And um, I want to know what men really think. Okay. Is all pussy the same? Actually, no. It is not. Give it up. It is definitely not. That's it. Give me a taste of what you need. So, we have some that are tighter than others. I need to hear that. Okay. We have some that are wetter than others. Is wetter really better? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, definitely. But, uh, um, as you know, there's all different shapes and, you know, you know, shapes? so. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they hear it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Aesthetically, okay. they all look different. So that also, for us, is a part of the pleasure in it because, you know, the, the, the you know, some are prettier than others. I got a question about that grippy because, okay, I know I, I asked you what is better because I, I just wanted to oh, hear yeah, it said sure. because every woman claims to have that. Walk, oh, yeah, yeah that, that, is true. True. that is because true. Because if every woman had to wop, they wouldn't be selling all these pills and potions and shit online yeah. for women to increase the wop. Okay, now as far as that grippy thing, the tightness thing, is yeah. that really like, oh my God, it drives a man crazy? Oh, Woo! Yeah. Well, I need it. Oh, I yeah. needed to hear about the yeah, grippy. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, because, and, 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 and ladies, if you, if you, Give if, it. Yeah, I need if it you, listen, look, look, ladies talking ladies, go ahead, we need to hear this. Look, if you know about the Kegels. Kegels, that's right. If you know about the Kegels. The mighty K, I know about Then the that's, Kegels. that's a bonus. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. You know, for, you know, for those, for those. And ladies. for those who don't know, ladies, all Kegels are is tightening your vagina and making it tight. You can do it while you're sitting at work. You can do it while you're standing up, do it in the shower. I'm sitting here doing them right now. <laughs> you can do them in your sleep, okay? <laughs> you don't have to breathe real hard. You don't have to close your eyes. You just pull your, your stuff in and let it go. Hold it for a few seconds, let it go. Practice while you're urinating. Just, just tighten your stuff up, let it go. Practice on the dangling when you're having sex. Kegels, they definitely work, and it's good to hear a man say that. Okay, so now we know that... Um, all twats are not made the same. Not at all. Okay, and then, okay, as far as all pussy not being the same, I'm just curious. Have you ever met a woman where the sex was so good that she took you outside of yourself? Because you got, this is what women think. We feel mm-hmm. that if our sex is the greatest, it'll make a man do anything. Like, girl, I'm so good. He paid all my rent, all my bills. And he bought me a car. And that's the reason why I got this diamond. Yes, you see this little baby Rolex he bought me? Like, is there sex out here that's just so good that just makes you say, here's my paycheck. You no. know what? Let's see if we can just get a direct deposit into your account. Every- Stella, no. <laughs> 
No, stop. I don't believe you. No. I'm not, I'm not no. buying that. You sure? <laughs> no. It's, it's, it, listen, there's some good stuff out there. Okay. I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, there's some good stuff out there. But not good. But not that good. <laughs> not that good. I mean, listen, you have guys out here that will splurge, will spend on a woman. Uh-huh. Or, you know, trick, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know. You're not one of them. I'm not one of them. <laughs> Me personally, I'm not one of them. It's, it's, it's not that good. I don't mean to laugh so loud. It's so hard. But you got to hit now. I am giving away some secrets. The shit that women say. Listen. Like, you can't tell a woman. Especially if it just coincidentally you just had good sex with somebody. Mm-mm-mm. And then, boom, they booking a trip. Boom, they buying a gift. We, as women, really put it on, please, I put it down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that grippy. I got that net. Look, I got that wop. I got that grippy. And that's why, you see, I don't want the nothing. Like, y'all really, y'all really think that. Listen, look, all right, let me, let me, let me explain something to you. Absolutely. Let me explain something to you. When a situation like that happens, right? Uh-huh. When a situation like that happens, you have an experience with a guy, it's a great sexual experience, Mm -hmm. next thing you know, the guy is maybe taking you on a trip somewhere or something like that, it's because he enjoys your company and the overall experience that he has with you. Okay. He's enjoying that. Not just the company of my body. Or, I mean, or my mouth. in some cases, in some yeah, in okay, some cases, so it all goes together. Yeah, it all goes together, but it's the it's the experience. So, and he wants to experience more of that. And then sometimes men know that you know women like those types of things. You know, like hmm. you know, and 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 you know, y'all get a big head over it and all of that. So yeah, so Look, it works. Estella's already got a big head, so you yeah, know. So apparently, when, when, when a man does extras for me and I feel it's because of my goods, it gets even bigger. See? All right, <laughs> there we go. So doing something right. Okay. Um, King. All right. Well, you said that you're a monogamous person, but before this, do you feel like? You could ever love more than one woman at a time. Has there ever been a time where you can honestly say it was hard to choose? I can't say no. I can't say I've ever loved more than one woman at one time. I think I think that's difficult to do because I mean, if you if you love a woman, I'm talking about genuinely love this woman. Mm-hmm. How do you split that okay. with another person? See, another that's woman. why I'm asking you because I don't know. Like I know what women I'm not even gonna say what we assume because we don't know and when we get caught up in love triangles a lot of times we're just going through the motions we just assume you know there's a battle you you're fighting back and forth with this other woman but deep down I don't think either of the two women know if that man who's in the middle knows who loves either one of us the most usually as women you know what we do feel we feel like there's a deciding factor well who did he end up with mm. that had to be the one that he loved the most right, but right, maybe right. that's not it maybe the other woman said i can't deal with this right shit right now. no absolutely right because you know, i know so. i've been in a love triangle um i would say once i never i didn't do it more than once and i gave up I threw in the towel. It, I was very young. Again, you know, you'll hear about it. I dealt with a dude that I called the Jamaican Denzel. I called him the big dick Jamaican. And he had me going against another woman. And she was just ready to fight the good fight. Honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like if I had hung in there, I'd still be in there mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. my age. Still fighting 
over this man with yeah. this woman. But is and it worth it? No. Absolutely not, it's which not is why it. I backed out. Honestly, I don't know if it was worth it because I got out of it. Who knows? He yeah. could be somewhere sitting in a big house somewhere with a bunch of money and spoiling her. And who's to say that I missed out? I don't know that. Hey, listen. Hey. Yeah, you, so. you deserve better than okay, that. Okay, so. so I was just curious. So for you, there is not room in your heart for two women. Nah. Okay, I understand that. Oh, I, I need to know. Okay, back to your forever since we getting into this monogamy thing. If you had a choice right now, would you spend your forever with a full-fledged seasoned freak sexually or a sexual rookie that you might have to guide along the way forever for the rest of your life? You know how you meet women who can say, I haven't been with that many men. I've only been with one or two. Could you be with Is this a real question, Stella? Nah, come on now. No, because honestly, I have had men tell me, Mm-mm, I need my women to be experienced. She got to know what you're oh, doing. Right. Me. No, but no, then right. I know men who take pride in having to train a woman, a groom a woman. That's why I'm, I'm just I mean, curious. curious. I mean, yeah, there thing. are men that, that, that do like to, you know, train them, mm-hmm. whatever. And but that's, that's cool. But not, not, not you. Nah, not me. So, no. again, so you would rather spend forever with a woman who got a little knowledge about yeah, herself. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Listen, all right. know what you're doing. I like that. I, I yeah. needed to hear that. Okay, here's a big one. Whew. As women, especially living in the big city, I grew up in New York City, there's going to be instances where you may have encountered a woman that has dated a friend of yours or... I'm going to use the effort. Not the effort. Let's screw the friend of yours. Forget dated. What do men really feel about so-called pass arounds? <laughs> I'm honestly, can you like and love and respect and date a woman that you know has been with somebody on your block or mm. on your job, mm. in your family even? Like, can you do that? What do men really feel about that? I know what we think y'all feel. But you tell me. Okay. Well, a lot of times, you know, speaking generally with men, that 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 is a factor that you know that will x you out the game. You as know? far as the women, like that, it's over. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you've been around the block, mm-hmm. the block done. Ran through you, mm-hmm. a few of the homies. You smashed a few of the homies. Look, smashing the homies. Smashing the homies. Nah, like, like you can't, you can't, you can't, you, you can't wait for a woman like that. You can't. I needed to hear you. Say a lot that. of guys feel that way. Mm-hmm. Now you have some okay. men that'll look past it. Right. I've seen it. I know a few. I've seen it too. That's what made me. I know say a few. Mm-hmm. But I'm generally speaking, that's how we see it. Okay. Now, now, let me tell you what does happen though. I'm, I'm listening. I need to hear this. What does happen I'm is, and. It'll be in a woman's teenage years, her mm. early 20s, things like that. She'll, ex- she'll have those experiences with all of these men around her way, whatever the case may be. But then, you know, maybe she'll meet a guy from a different area mm-hmm. who knows nothing about what she does around her way. <laughs> and he thinks he just hit the jackpot with this woman. Right. He's wifing her up, ready to put a ring on her. Little does he know. Question. It's funny that you said that. In the instance that, that that does happen, because you see memes about this, you see funny stories. What if you thought you hit jackpot and you're ready to wife, mm-hmm. and then you, let's just say, got a dude from your past that runs into you like Lance? I know you ain't seven. <laughs> Are you son? You know her rap. Like, does that matter? Mm. That's something to think about. It's it's something to think about. 
And at that point, what I think, me being the communicated, communicative person that I am, mm-hmm. I would want to have that conversation with her. Really? Absolutely, yeah. Like, like let's talk about it. Like, look, listen. This is what I heard. Ooh. I want to know, is there any validity to it? Ooh. I want to know, like, talk to me. You know what, what I mean? Because say? if this... What if it's all true? What if everything that homeboy told you is true and she confessed? Could you? What I will mind? what I will say is this: I have a lot of respect for honesty. Okay. Right. So that will weigh heavily. The honest, the honesty. Now, if you try to pull a bull over the eye, right, right. Try to front. Try to lie. Try to downplay it, and then I come to find come to find out that it's all true. Now, now you exed out the game. But but I I can't say one hundred percent that I will. You know, that I will leave based on her past because we all have a past. Yes, we do. Right? So I can't... We right. But my biggest thing in that situation would be sitting down, mm-hmm. having a conversation, communicating openly and honestly, and I will be willing to award that honesty. I like that. I, I, I needed to hear that. Now, let me tell you what most of us think is women. I think that when you have women with reps like that mm-hmm. sometimes you just take your chances it's just a gamble and again I feel like most women assume that the connection is going to be so strong mm-hmm. and that maybe the sex is going to be so good mm-hmm. that whatever he heard it'll be X'd out because of how we make that man feel and, and you know that wow mm-hmm. I, I needed to hear that too mm-hmm. okay um, what about this table I I, I, got, I I need to hear this from black men. A lot of black men, and the reason why I put it on black men because I feel like no other ethnicity goes through this like the black woman. How serious is this table that y'all want us to come to? You hear black men ask, even on the first date, so what are you bringing to the table? Mm. Like, is that really a big deal for you? What a woman is bringing to the table? To be honest, relationship table. That's interesting that you state that you say that because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I'm more so here. Women concerned with what a man is bringing to the table rather than a man worrying about what a woman is oh, bringing no, to the Liz. table. Honestly, I've heard men. I okay, it doesn't happen now because I'm you know currently with someone. But even I'd say in my thirties, I really started meeting men who were sitting in my face asking me, well, where do you see yourself in five years? It's like, what the hell is this? Like a, a, a essay contest, a pop quiz? And well, well, to me, that's, that's no different. Like, I don't know. Like, no, nah, there's a difference. Yeah. Like I have goals. I have plans, but that five years shit. And what are you bringing to the table? Like, well, well, I think that there's a difference between asking someone where they see themselves in five years and asking them what they bring to the table. Because to me, the first question will tell me where where your mind is at in terms of goals. Mm-hmm. Do you have goals? Right. Do you do you have things that you're working towards? I, I gotta chop you. The reason why I said that and the, and why I kept it black, I feel, and this is not just an opinion. I feel like only black women go through this. That's why we're the only ones putting up all these gifs and memes. We make the jokes about, oh, this is the table that black men want you to come to, a broken table. Because it's mm. like, I feel like we're so hard on each other. And I promise mm. you, I swear, I, I put money on it. I don't think that any other women are being asked that. But really? as you said, don't think so? hell no. They are not. They are not being asked anything about a table that you don't even hear women like that talking about the, the big work building 
you know, we got to be building with everybody and building kingdoms and all this other stuff. I feel like mm. as blacks, we are only that hard on each other. Honestly, I'm around Hispanic women. Um, I'm not around white women too much, but even when you go on their pages and look at their social media, they don't seem to be bothered by shit like this. We're the only ones, black women. Well, you know, the, the table and you got to build and we got to together and help each other out and work on each other and carry each other's bags. <laughs> like, why we got to be carrying bags and coming to the table and shit? Like, no, I think, no, like no, no, big, no. I think, thing? I yeah. think that it's important for both parties to bring something to the table. I don't think that a woman should be, be bringing more to the table or a man, man should be required to bring more to the table. Okay. I think I think I should come together and with whatever you are bringing to the table. And But here's the thing, though. I'm listening. I don't see anything wrong with... Building together. Okay. I think I think that that's a beautiful thing. Okay. Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I like that. Okay, now I have a question. At thirty eight years old, you've been dating for a while. When did you start seriously dating? In your mid twenties, early twenties, teens. Um. Yeah, twenties. Uh, early okay. to mid twenties. All right. So I was saying, your early to mid twenties. Social media. It was here, but not as prevalent as mm-hmm. it is now. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you missed about dating from the past as opposed to the way shit is now? Honestly, I mean, my biggest memory mm-hmm. from dating... Like before IG, before Yeah, Facebook. yeah, yeah, before all of that. My biggest memory, and I'm most certain that you can identify with this. Tell me. Is being on the house phone, mm-hmm. being on the house phone, jonesing mm-hmm. on the house phone with the long cord. Yes. You'd be in one room, extended Look, to the next room. your neck, really having a Yeah, yeah, just, just in the zone. Okay. Right? For hours. Oh. Right? Sometimes what I used to do, listening. when the conversation get a little too spicy, I'll go in the closet. I'll oh take my, my cord, God. my extended cord. I take my extended cord and be in the closet. Yes. You know, so my mother won't hear me what I'm talking about. Yo, I'm no shit. I for, not that I <laughs> forgot, but you brought back a memory. Like you said before, yeah, because I was dating before um, cell phones. Like you said, when you still had house phones yeah. with the cord. Oh, that's a fun memory. Yeah. I like that. Now, uh-huh. for me, what I miss about dating in the past as opposed to now, especially with the blind dating, they used to have like chat lines. Oh yeah. Do you remember oh, Telecafe yeah. and all that? It was a couple of different chat lines, but Telecafe was yeah. one of my favorite ones. And you would be all you would hear is a voice. Yeah. So you had to use your imagination yeah. and let your imagination yeah. run while there was chat no line. camera phones. There nope. was no social media, no Instagram, no Facebook. They didn't even have MySpace, I think at the time that yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. We're talking about like I started like seriously dating in the late nineties. I graduated yeah, high school yeah, in ninety six, so we didn't yeah. have none of that oh, shit. Man, the so yeah. I feel like a lot of the fun was in meeting somebody sight unseen. It's like that. That I'm not gonna lie though. Like, that was kind of like <laughs> talking to people on the chat line was kind of scary though because <laughs> you didn't know who you were really getting, and it could have been a setup. Really, I mean, for yeah. us, for us guys. 
like, you know, meeting a woman off the chat line. It could have been some real bullshit. You could should be like, hey, come over my house and meet me here. <laughs> Next thing you know, you got 10 dudes in the house oh, waiting for you. Terrible. Listen, it happened to my boy. It happened to, it happened to my boy. Tell it. Oh, man. Yeah, nah, he, um, he met a woman off the chat line. Uh-huh. Well, well, we were younger back then, you know, but he was talking to her. She was like, here, come to um, one of these projects. Uh, one of the projects in Queens, and um, you know, we went out there. We we in Brooklyn. We went out. He, well, he went out there. Went to go meet her. You know, she she you know she she rang him up in the intercom. He gets upstairs. She she lets him in. They talking they're in the room talking. Next thing you know, in walks a whole bunch of dudes. And had to rob him to yeah, find him. To, to rob him. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, but that's that's like you see, and see my now that that's some fuck. Like you said, now the dating experience from then back then that was wild. You like you really had to worry about your life and your safety and your money. Yeah. With us as women, a lot of times, I mean, safety was a factor, of course. But I think one of the craziest things about the chat line because again, we had no media where you could see what a person looked like. Right. It wasn't even a camera phone. People really lied about their looks. Oh yeah, yeah. Catfishing was real back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. For real. That's what you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about. I have met up with dudes who is like nigga. I'm talking about where I really walked away. Like, come on, come on. This has got to be a joke. You told me that you was tall, dark, and handsome. And oh no, there was I a mean, lot. There was you, a whole lot of 4, that. Four eleven, and, and you got a glass eye and false teeth. Yeah, like, there come was a on. whole lot of catfishing <laughs> going on during the during the chat line days. Yeah, you know. But but one of my biggest one of my biggest memories uh-huh. from the chat line. Is Give it to me. We'll be in a room. You press the number to get into the room, whatever, and uh, you'll hear a voice. You hear, uh, you know, I'll hear a woman's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she sounds good. Like, excuse me, miss. What's your what's your private? You know, your private number. Yeah. So you can get into the get in the private room. Right, up. I forgot about the private. <laughs> yeah. The haters. Oh, they start blowing on the phone so you yeah. can't hear her giving you the private number, and they just. Yeah, the hate, the hate was real. I back forgot then. when I tell you, you, you bring it back. They some... start blowing on the phone, yes. so you can't hear the private number. Yes, guys, we hate you. Those were some fun memories, yeah. honestly. I, I feel like some good opportunities because of the haters. I can, but you know what? I, you bring him, like I said, the closet mm-hmm. being on the phone, the closet memory. Um, the haters on the chat line memory. All of this is good shit, mm-hmm. and um, woo. I, I I need to know this too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I did mention that we are co-workers. Mm-hmm. You know, Lance and I do what we do. <laughs> For those who know, you know, you know, you don't. Now, this is something that I have not engaged in, and I'm not trying to be judgmental. At least not with what I do now. I'm not trying to be judgmental. What do you feel about, as they said in the movie, life, pitching woo on the job? <laughs> <laughs> about um dating and, and screwing around at work it's just a curious question yeah yeah, yeah. I have no, my no, that's, no that's a good that's yeah, a good what question do men, I, i'm keeping it on men because you know you got women that date around on the job like how do you feel about it overall about dating on the job screwing on the job and women who do that like talk to me the way i feel is that it's risky to do that yes it is because absolutely look Things can go left real quick, mm-hmm. but then you still got to see this person every day. Mm-hmm. You still got to work with this person. 
you know, you guys have to interact with each other. You're forced to interact with each other. Right. And it's an uncomfortable... It, cre- it can create an uncomfortable work environment. Right. Especially if things don't work out. That's what I'm saying. Things can go left. Things don't work yeah. out. And it could get ugly. It could end. Ugly. It could end in an ugly oh, way. Oh, look. Um, tasters, just to let you know, on this Tasty Topic Day, I have seen the ugly. And I don't want any parts of the ugly. That's why I have not... Like I said, at least not with this job. I have learned. And... You know what? We're going to talk about that because I do have opinions about dating on the job on my own. But like Lance said, it's risky. It can get ugly. And um, I have the issue with people in that close proximity to me being in my intimate business, especially with the job that we do. Like we spend a lot of time together. We spend a lot of hours together. And I think people can get overly familiar mm-hmm. and feel like it's okay to insert themselves into your business which is why i prefer not to date on the job absolutely and just yeah. on that note we're going to take a short pause for the cause all right and we're going to return but i'm enjoying this this is again my first recorded tasty topic you're going to catch us on youtube and this is the first but it won't be the last and i just want to say thank you for making me do this because this is something I've been hesitant about for quite a while. So we're just going to take a short pause for the cause and we'll be right back. Stella Belafonte here sitting with actor, model, juice maker extraordinaire Lance Liverpool for a partial first recording of Tasty Topics. Thank you for coming to my table and welcome to the buffet. We're back. We're back. And what I've been doing is shooting some pretty heavy questions that Lance about sex, dating, relationships, life, and love. And um, I ain't finished yet. So we talked about riders and ride or die. Let's get into what men will ride for. Can you forgive a woman for cheating? Mm. Have you ever forgive? I mean, real like blatant cheating. Like she, she just, she, she's. You slept with somebody else on you just because? Honestly. Can you forgive her? Take her back? I don't think I can. Ooh. Deep. Yeah. You're hurting my heart. Yeah. Listen, I'm 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 an understanding person. I'm a patient man. You know, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not judgmental, but. 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 That, for me, is a non-negotiable. Ever? Like. Okay, so as, as far as I can see, I've never been in that situation mm-hmm. to my knowledge. To your knowledge. But as far as I can see, I So let's just say you and your lady, because you are currently dating someone seriously, y'all were really, really going through it. And I mean sometimes we are just cruel to each other. We mistreat each other. There's miscommunication. Things happen. I mean, I've been in an experience with a man where because we were going through it, we weren't having sex for months. And it's like, well, damn, like, what am I supposed to do? You don't want to leave me. I don't want to leave you. But you're being cold to me because of whatever you're going through. And the affection was gone. Mm -hmm. You couldn't forgive that? Like a woman who sought affection somewhere else because you weren't giving it to Even after communicating. We communicated about it. I told you, you're hurting me. You don't touch me no more. We don't hug. We don't love. We don't kiss. So you're saying... Because of the fact that me and her... That's just a one scenario, like right. an example. No, but in this like example... Like, even hold on. That. So, hold yeah, on. I'm, uh-huh. I'm trying to wrap my head around what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in this example, you're saying because you're me and her are, yeah. are not engaging sexually the way that yeah. we used to or once did... Right. 
You just you, cut you, it off cold. You're, you're saying, would I be forgiving if she to her this, for her deciding to go be with someone else? Yeah, like in a, a moment of passion or, or sadness, like you couldn't forgive that. <laughs> you know what? I needed that honesty. Lance is giving me tasters the no Hell no, fuck no face. And again, we are drinking again. Let's talk about it. What are we sipping on? Pineapple bliss. Well, we are having pineapple bliss to the hell no. Yeah. Because, <laughs> and you know what? I needed to hear him then say, a man say that. Because that 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 is some tough shit. And um, we talked about women with reputations. Okay, outside of a reputation... You know what else has been coming up that I feel is disrespectful as a woman and I don't like it. Lately, a thing of body count has been coming up. And I know when I was younger, as a gentleman, the same way you didn't ask a woman her age, you didn't sit in a woman's face unless you thought you knew something or she was from around your way discussing how many sexual partners she's had. Like, why is that such a big thing in the 21st century? Like, men are literally sitting in women's faces asking them, so what's your body count? How many men? You've had men ask you that question? Oh, yeah. Men ask. Not even just me. It's like a thing now. Like I said, even we live in a social media age where it gets talked about a woman's body and mileage. Oh, they call it mileage? Like, I can't believe that that's a thing. Listen. listen. Does that matter to you? Body count and mileage? Is it really a big deal? It matters. Mm -hmm. It, It matters. But to be, if I'm being completely honest, I'd rather not ask. I like that. Don't ask, don't tell. I, I'd rather That's not ask because it does matter, you know, but it, it's also a private thing. But you do know, like, am I the only one noticing this? That's something that men are asking lately. I you didn't know, know men asked that Yeah, they, they, they call it, like I said, one of the worst things I've heard it referred to as is mileage like a woman like her box is not a, a, a an engine a car engine and we shouldn't be concerned with the miles on it like i'm gonna call this dude out there's a blogger mm-hmm. that i follow i don't even want to say his name mm-hmm. but he has a thing like whenever he talks about celebrity women and the men that they date and you know all their numbers he talks about that their body count mm-hmm. the my so oh the meat curtain thing it's like I, I have to bring this up. I've heard men say that as far as mileage and body count. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. And I'm I'm going to say this to you as a woman. If you are encountering women whose stuff is so busted that it looks like an open can of spam, then you and her got a problem. Because I'm starting to think that the meat curtain is a myth. Now, look, I'm going to let you know, Stella Belafonte, I'm into porn. I watch, I have watched plenty of porn in my lifetime. And with all the porn that I have watched, I have rarely encountered a meat curtain. Where men meeting these meat curtain women with all these heavy miles and shit? Is that a thing or is that just something that men say for jokes? Because I can't believe it's real. It's just women out here with a bunch of mileage and meat curtains. You meeting, you, you know, met a meat curtain. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't, but I know. <laughs> but, you but, had uh, spread it open and yeah. it was an open can of spam. I think I'm, I'm a little more selective. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? But, but you don't know. You can't look no, no, at no, a right, woman right, and right. see but, she's uh, got a meat curtain. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, during my vetting process. Okay. You know, I'm a little more selective in who I choose. So, no, I haven't come across that. Okay. 
I've been good in my vetting process. Okay. And this is, um, and then I'm going to let you have the floor because mm. I don't want to dominate the whole tasty topic. Mm. There's some things I want to know from you too. But I'm just curious, um, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like a woman was a better pick for somebody in your circle than she was for you? Like, how do men feel about passing the ball? Let me tell you why I asked that. There has been instances where I've dated men that it didn't work. I mean, just dated. Mm -hmm. We didn't screw. We might have went out on a date or two. And we ended up really just getting along, being cool. Mm -hmm. And there was a single woman in my circle that I felt like, you know what? I think she would be a good fit for him. Yeah. Like, without her taking offense, I wish that I could connect them. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you were dating somebody and it didn't work out? He's like, you know what? I had a homeboy she'd have been good for. Has that ever happened? Absolutely. Okay, so did you make it happen? I need to hear this. Were you ever, when I say make it happen, like, I know I've had the thought, but I've never been brave enough to say to a friend, hey, homegirl, I used to date this guy. I don't like him. He don't like me. We cool, but I think you and him should date. Have you ever tried to connect somebody you dated with a homeboy and it actually was done? I have successfully done so. Oh, shit. Look, do spill. Yes, thank you for being here at my table. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, Was anybody offended? Nah. Initially. Nah, there was no offense. No offense. Um, So, yeah, I I have done that, but... I would say the more successful version of what I did was I saw a woman just in passing in the street. I saw a woman and I was like, wow, that is my boy's type. I like that. Right there. I was like, wow, like my boy would go crazy if he ever, you know, had the opportunity to, to, you know, to, to date her or to to get to know her. Okay. So I approached her. Mm -hmm. I approached her and said, Hey, listen, you know, you're very attractive but to be completely honest with you, you are my boy's tight to the T. Mm. And he and he would worship the ground that you walk on. I like it. See, like, that should be like a new way of dating because I see it. I'm surrounded. Like, even in, with dating apps. That's, I'm glad I brought this up. I feel like they should have a feature in the dating app where, okay, let's just say... What, what's black people meet? I know I'm old school. Mm. What if we all on black people meet? Mm-hmm. You're on black people meet. I'm on black people meet. Mm-hmm. And you don't connect with me. I don't connect with you. But I look at you and see that you might make a connection with one of my friends that's on the app. Yeah. There should be a feature where we can pass the ball. Absolutely. Like, it Absolutely. was just something that I was curious about. Absolutely. So, um,. But I'm glad that you were able to do it successfully. Me, I've never been brave enough, but I think I might open myself up to doing that with friends from now on. Because in love and dating, it's really rough out here. And I feel like everybody deserves to be happy. Nobody deserves to be lonely. And we shouldn't be selfish. You know, sometimes I think that we keep people for ourselves, even though we're not interested right, in right, them right. just I mean, because. But and my thing is, what it's is, immature. What is there to lose in doing? Absolutely, absolutely nothing. You got people out there that just save people, just keeping them in the stash, and it's like in the stash for what? You didn't right. want them. Spread so, the love. Yeah, spread, spread the, love. the love. I like that. So anyway, I feel like I've touched uh, with a, a lot of topics from my buffet. Mm. I, I feel like you've had your fill yeah, with me yeah. and my bullshit, yeah. my fuck shit. So. 
The floor is yours. Oh, it's, it's my turn? It's, yeah, let's go. Whatever you want to hit me with or whatever you like to discuss today. Oh, <laughs> he came ready. See, oh. that's what you do when you sit down with Stella Belafonte at the table. You come ready. Oh, boy. All right. Well, well, before I, before I go into anything that I have written down, um, I just wanted to, since, since we were discussing what men really think mm-hmm. when it comes to women, yes. you know, men's opinions. Yes. I think I just wanted to leave all of you ladies who this applies to, who is wondering these questions. This is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. What men really want. I, I kind of, I had, I, I was brainstorming before I came here and, you know, I knew we were going to be talking about different things that... A man who uses his brain tasters. You, you see this? <laughs> this is this is a good quality man. This is a high-value man. A man who comes prepared and brainstorms and, and is interested in talking and discussing relationships and a value system. Let's go, Lance. I'm ready. Give it to me. All right. So, I felt like, I felt like women... I feel like women, both women and men, can gain a lot from this particular episode, but mostly women, because a lot of these questions you asked me were great questions, <laughs> and I think you represented women well Ow. in asking these questions that you know Go a lot of that a lot of women want Go to know. Yes, and that's um, what I do. yeah, so I just want to leave you all, all the ladies. I just want to leave you all with this, with this final thought, final thought in regards to that topic. So. Now I'm I'm just gonna go over some of the things that I feel that men want. We're ready from a woman. Tasters, are you ready? He's about to give it to us. Right. This is an exclusive <laughs> from the mind and mouth of a man. All right. What and, men really want? Yes, and of course this this applies to just the men who are worthy of receiving these things. You know, kings who honor their queen goddesses. You know, and uh, you know, in turn want these things. So, as men, we want to be. Physically fulfilled, mentally stimulated, Mm -hmm. spiritually and emotionally fed, whether it be through expressiveness or affection, right? We We want to be supported and believed in for our women to keep up with her appearance. All right. We want our women to communicate openly with us. Mm. We want her trust, her to be loyal. Love us unconditionally. Preach. And uh, just stand by our side and be our number one fan. How do you want to be loved? How do you want to be loved? That's all we well, ask for. Amen. And I needed to hear that. But like this, this is a big deal for me. Because as I said, the point mm-hmm. of this whole tasty topic, and that was beautiful, by the way. It was detailed. Ladies, I need you to hit the rewind Yes. When you're listening to this topic <laughs> and go over that again, we have a gentleman, again, Mr. Lance Liverpool, model, actor, extraordinaire, who just broke down what men really want. And basically, as you know, what's being talked about in social media lately, how does a man, a black man in particular, want to be loved? Please excuse the siren. Like I said, I live in New York City. I'm a big city girl. So you're going to hear sirens. You're going to hear all kinds of car alarms. 
Again, I just pray that you don't hear that mighty pow pow ever while I'm <laughs> recording. And again, this is beautiful Brooklyn. You ain't going to hear that. You might hear a saxophone playing in the background before you hear pow pow. But that was beautiful. And I, I needed to know that. And um, you know I'm not going to let you leave here without a never have I ever. So, um, being that you got juice. Now, this is not alcoholic today. But that's today only. Lance is definitely going to sit down at my table again. Oh, yeah, for sure. And when we do sit at the table together, and we're going to have other guests at the table with Lance, because I really dig this guy. This was so wonderful. We're going to be um, boozed up and spilling at the table. So, if you listen to my show, you know I always end with what's called a sweet dessert. Absolutely, and and, <laughs> and and before we go into the dessert, okay, you know, because yes, I did I did leave you with with a with a thought based mm-hmm. on your topic, but I did want to. There was a topic that I that I actually wanted to touch on. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I apologize. I didn't I didn't know. Look, look forgive me, forgive me. <laughs> I thought Lance was ready to get out of here and end it all. Nah, nah, I'm having fun. I'm, I love you know, it. I'm having fun too. You yeah. know, you know what I'm ready to do. <laughs> Bookie boo. Look, look. For all if y'all don't know, y'all don't know. But uh, <laughs> like talk. I got you. All right, all right, all right. Cool. <laughs> so all right. So one topic that I wanted to get into is look look I grew up in New York all my life grew up New in York, Brooklyn New York that's in, right Brooklyn baby yeah, yeah. I grew up in Brooklyn we go all my hard. life we go hard and I will admit that New York is not the easiest place in terms of people and friendliness and mm-hmm. things like that but what one thing that I have noticed in dating is that I've had a very hard time in terms of approaching New York women mm. in the street or even if it's anywhere. It could be at a supermarket, library, social event, wherever. Mm-hmm. Very hard time in New York when it comes to approachability um, with the women here. Now, what I have found is anywhere else I go, it could be Jersey. It could be down south. It could be anywhere there's a significant difference in, in the approach. In the, are easier in, to approach. Much easier to talk to, mm-hmm. much easier to communicate with, have a conversation with. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not always about just trying to holler to get a number. There are times where I'll be, because I'm a friendly person. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a friendly person. So there'll be times I'm here in New York and I'll say, hello, good morning. Mm-hmm. A woman will look at me. And keep it moving. Not even say anything. But when you go to other places, it's like, you know, you'll get a hello back. You'll get some type of something. So I just want to know. I'm asking you now. Mm -hmm. Why is it like that in New York? Oh, I can give it to you. Okay, being that I am a big city girl. Been living in Brooklyn, New York all of my life. What I will say, again, there's levels to it. New York is a hustle and bustle town. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you approach women, especially if you're doing it just in passing in public, mm-hmm. women are on the go. Yeah. We got places to go. We got things to do. We, we we got things that we're up to. So, I, okay, the same way you say that you're friendly, it's not that I'm so friendly, but I feel like I'm a good, I, I know how to read personality and character as far as moods that's what i'm good at 
I feel like you need to be able to, like, as a woman is walking, I don't care how fine she is, look at a person in their eyes. I feel like sometimes you can see the friendliness or the moodiness. I can even see that in men. Like, I remember having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine a few weeks ago while we were on vacation. She was talking about a guy that wanted to date her. And I would known him in passing. And I said to her, you know what I never liked about him? He didn't have a calm face. There was something about his face that just always looked troubled. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of, it was always like, <laughs> I feel like you can, certain women, if you really just take your time in passing, you can look and you can almost see like the, the frantic shit in their eyes or the terror. Like some women are so used to being clowned by men or being hurt. Like again, New York is a big city with a lot of experiences and a lot of women out here have gone through so much bullshit. You know, we really walk by with that. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Yeah. But nobody said, it's not like you have to run women down. But I know I'm the type. If you really like catch a woman if you can while she's still. But I have. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm about yeah. to give it to okay. you. I'm about to All drop right. it on you. I okay. mean, like, just really, like, just for instance, it could be at a cafe, you know, coffee mm -hmm. shop, standing on the line. Excuse me. How you doing? Let me ask you something. Start with what she's wearing. One thing, compliments will get you everywhere. Don't let a woman tell you otherwise. But it's got to be genuine. Mm -hmm. Don't tell a woman that you like her sweater and the whole time you sizing her up because men I don't think you will realize when you do that but we feel it like I can tell when a man has approached me and he's trying to holler but he's undressing me with his eyes mm -hmm. it's like be mindful of yeah, that be sometimes respectful. no be respectful. not even respectful I don't think sometimes sometimes you meet a woman that's so fine you don't realize the up and down that you giving her like the eyes you're fucking this woman with your eyes and you don't even realize it I've had men that made me feel completely naked okay. because of the way they were looking at me try to get real eye contact extend your hand right away how beautiful how you doing my name is Lance I'm just curious um I'd like to know you are you Interested? Are you single? Women want to hear that right away. That's the first thing you say. Hi, my name is. Just curious. Are you single? I like to get to know you. Beautiful. I love that outfit. Your hair looks really pretty. But when you just looking her up and down and you taking in everything from the thighs up to the titty balls and, and, and that's what you're looking at. We feel that. And we know that. So that could be it. And again, like I said, try to look at a woman's demeanor. Mm -hmm. You can see when a woman is rushed. If she looks like she's just in this big hurry to get away from you, avoid women like that. And then as social situations, I feel like that's easy, especially if everybody's drinking. I mean, it's, you should be able, like, let's let's keep it a stack. You're a good-looking dude. Mm -hmm. Come on. Uh, good-looking brother. Nice physique. Not saying that you should have no problem because I know that that's very easy to say, but I feel like if you kind of like just shake up your approach, you'll see what I mean. Again, avoid women who seem to be rushed. Avoid women who look frantic in the face. And then let me tell you, I've seen women... I have hung out with women that take pride in shutting men down. And it's like you all have no discernment when it comes to that. There are women who are just standing in a public place looking at themselves in their phone like this all night. I, I know you've seen this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, bitch, who are you looking at? Looking at myself? 
my God, leave those women alone. Like the same way you feel like women are hard to approach, you'll have 10 other women on the side saying, I don't understand why nobody approaches me. Like I got a friend right now. You met her. That your film premiered years ago. Mm-hmm. Fine as she is. Mm-hmm. Fat as her ass is. Mm-hmm. Cute as her face is. You know what she says to me? Time. Oh. Excuse me, Stella. Stella. Nobody approaches me. Mm. Nobody says anything to me. Mm. Then I'm wondering, is it an intimidation factor? But then when I see the women that you are brave enough to approach, it's like, you got to be shitting me. Like, there's times I've been walking down the street and I've seen a man break his neck trying to holler at some cornball who's running past him acting like she's not interested and four of the fly women have walked by. Sometimes, you know what? Take it as a blessing. The one that ignored you, the one that turned her head, keep it moving and turn your head and look to your left and you might find the one that's easy to approach. But I will say that, yes, I believe that women from other states are softer and more easily approachable because the lifestyle is different. You know, it's mm-hmm. the rat race. is It's not the same. The mm-hmm. hustle and bustle is different. If all you're doing is getting up and going to the mall and going to the Waffle House and you know, mm-hmm. going to get your little hair done and stuff, you know, it's a little more laid back. It's like, hey, why not be nice to him? He's cute. And that's another thing. A lot of times, like, I know, like, my down south cousins and stuff, shit, as long as you cute and clean, they're going to give you a chance. Right. And this what that's but that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's how it should be. You know. Because, like, me, I could be mm-hmm. suited up. You know, clean cut, mm-hmm. everything with 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 a genuine, friendly approach. I like that you use the word genuine because in New York, honestly, as women, it's so hard to decipher who's right. genuine. Right, I gotta right, right. be real with you. I'm gonna give you a story. A couple of months ago, I met a man. Not a couple of months ago. This is a lie. This is at the end of 2019, going into 2020, right before the pandemic. Actually, I met him New Year's Eve 2019, going into 2020. I thought this man was everything. He was so fine. He was so gorgeous. When I tell you his approach was just so everything, turned out to be a whole snake. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a snake. Like, and I mean, his approach was just so smooth. His smile. It's like, you know how on the cartoons when somebody smiles and got that little star, that twinkle. <laughs> twinkle. Yo, I swear, I saw the little twinkle yeah, when he smiled. He gave me butterflies. My heart started flipping around. And he turned out to be an absolute asshole Mm. so again like i said in new york it's harder because of the hustle and bustle but what i will say is don't give up fighting a good fight because what they say anything worth having it you you know the saying yeah don't give up like don't just say fucking i'm tired of these women in new york they're kidding they're not approachable well you ain't looking for nobody anyway you found your one look somebody was easy to approach you look, you're dating somebody hard body karate right now. So, well, I, well, this is this is a topic that me and me and a lot of guys mm. talk about. So I had to bring this to the forefront because you know, and then I mean, you know, I want women to be conscious of the fact that you know it's difficult out here for 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 men who mm. are trying to approach these queens. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I mean, I'm gonna call it rude because, like, once again, if I say hello, good morning, just a, a, a greeting, mm-hmm. and you look at me and keep it moving, to me, that's rude. But honestly, New York City is full of rude women. I'm not even gonna take up, just like it's full of assholes yeah. and, and no good ass men, yeah. or what I call fuck niggas. New York City is full of rude, just like I don't know if you ever used to watch, um, 
it was a couple of um you know the the, the the street series and stuff there was one that was called respect life yeah. and at the beginning of respect life they talked about that they said in the theme song new york city is full of, of scarred women it's a lot out here mm -hmm. so you know what you do it's like the needle in the haystack when you find that needle you, you, you keep her. Yeah. You hold on to her. And apparently you found your haystack needle. So you ain't got nothing so, to worry about. But right. I understand where yeah. you're coming right, from. Right, right. I had, to, I had to bring get, that to yeah, no, any I, of the things that I told you. No, absolutely. Did that absolutely. make sense? Absolutely. But I no, just no. had to bring that I to hope the I was helpful. Look, to all the men out here who wonder why New York women are so unapproachable, I hope I was helpful in that regard. Like I said, a lot of us have been scarred. We've been burned. You know, sometimes we're just in a hurry. Or you know what else men don't seem to understand? I had to tell this to a guy friend of mine. Everybody ain't out here single. It's a lot of women out here mm -hmm. that are involved and they're not single. They have boyfriends and they're in love or they're with their baby father and they just not paying you no mind. Okay, yeah, and there's yeah. that as well. All right, so yeah. so now my next question to you is mm -hmm. what's worse? What do you think is worse? Emotional cheating or strictly physical? Honestly, um, physical is definitely worse because when it's emotional cheating, you can work it out. You can find out what, when you say emotional cheating, well, like what, emotional, uh, like, like emotional ties, like, um, like rather than it just being, you, you doing it just to, to, to get one off. And that's it. Oh, you so, like you're still physically fucking somebody else, but you're deeply invested in this person emotionally. Emotionally, right? Oh, so cheating and cheating. Um, which one is worse? One the is emotional worse? one, definitely, because I feel like when men cheat with their emotions, it's mm -hmm. like honestly, like motherfucker, what were you trying to do here? Were you trying to break my heart? <laughs> yes, I mean. That's so, why I say emotional so, is worse. It's like you, you when you say emotional cheating, in my opinion. It feels like you're really into somebody. I had somebody do that to me. I had somebody that was cheating on me with mm -hmm. a woman that he actually liked much more than me. It wasn't mm -hmm. a situation like men claim, oh, I was just, it was just sex and it was nothing. No, mm -hmm. he actually was crazy about this woman. And he was giving her this bullshit about how he was scared to leave me because I would go so crazy. And, he, and it was a lie. Like, okay. nigga, like if I didn't knew you was fucking on me, I'm going to let you go. Right, right. But right. the real truth was I was beneficial to him in whatever way he found beneficial and he didn't want to lose me but he was actually more into her than me so to me the emotional is, cheating is, is disgusting it's because worse. that means you actually care about that person okay. and i'm just on the side for whatever reason okay now the the second part to that question mm -hmm. is do you feel like the emotional cheating happens more with men or more with women generally speaking i'm gonna be real with you i would say men and the reason why right. i say that the majority of my sisters, I don't know about nobody else, uh, the women in my circle are really not out here cheating. We're not. I know women that get mad and complain about men all day long unless they're really not cheating mm. on them. Okay. They're actually mad and complaining because they're involved in a situation where their man is emotionally cheating on them. Or, you know, just physically fucking on them. It's a very rare thing. Where, yeah, I would definitely. I don't know. I, just, I, I feel like more so with men, it's a, it's a visual thing. Mm -hmm. A man will see a woman who he's attracted to. He'll want to sleep with her. Mm -hmm. And it'll be a physical thing. I don't... I don't you know what like, I'm going to stop you and say is bullshit. Uh, Let me tell you why. Uh, because men get too caught up in deep shit for it to only be that. What makes a man cheat on his woman and start screwing the next woman raw? 
What makes a man cheat on his woman and start screwing the next woman wrong and get her pregnant? Do you notice that's why a lot of relationships break? That means your emotions. No, I don't think that that has to do with emotions. I'm going to be honest so with you. So that means that you just out here running around with a, like a chicken with your head some, come up. Some, aimless some, some men do, but what I'm saying is I don't think that that's directly contributed to his emotional attachment to that woman. I think that he'll be having fun with this woman on the side and get reckless. It's, it's, but then you it's know reckless what that, behavior. But, but that's disgusting. If that's and oh, I'm glad that you brought that up. That's something that I feel like women are out here forgiving that I can never forgive. As you said, reckless behavior. Mm-hmm. To me, it makes more sense if you told me as a man that you were screwing wrong and got a woman pregnant because you was emotionally invested. Not because you just was a dirty dick being reckless. Now I really don't get you. Listen, I, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. But but I also feel that the emotional attachment and cheating happens more amongst women, in my in my opinion. But you know what? I think for, for men, men are visual, more visual and it's a physical thing. The reason and I think that women are more emotional. The reason why I can't say that and from my personal experiences, like I said, maybe... What's a female version of a simp? Maybe I'm surrounded by simps because honestly, Lance, and I have very... I have like friends in my circle where we talk about everything no shit lance nobody in my circle is cheap but but stella i i would i would understand i or i would expect that because you said that that's not how you roll that's not how you are so i would expect no. i would expect you to surround yourself with like-minded oh no no women. Oh, oh no and i'm oh i'm gonna stop you it's so funny mm-hmm. nope i'm gonna chop you that's not true it's not that i surround myself with like-minded women okay i actually had somebody years ago that i was close to who did used to fuck on her man like mm-hmm. that. And there was no emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real and raw with you. Okay. She was fucking on her man strictly because she said his dick wasn't big enough. The man was good to her. She was she loved him. He treated her right. Mm-hmm. Big old ring on the finger. Bonna everything. And she would literally... I used to ask her, like, girl, you don't feel bad? Like, his dick just ain't big enough, Stella. Mm. It's, it's the dick. Like, if he... And she... And, and you know how I knew it was really physical? Because she would talk about it. She'd be like, if it just had, like, a little extra length, a little extra width. Like, it was, like, that deep to her. So she wasn't genuinely happy. She... You know what's so crazy? She loved the man. He was good to her. And she was happy. But you know what? Okay, let's talk about this. The size matter. You got people who say that it's all about the motion in the ocean, but for her, she was a size queen. Like me, I'm not. I don't, I don't, like, I don't want a pinky, but I'm not these women that have to have a foot long in me. Or you you ain't got to have a salami swinging between your legs to satisfy me. You really got women that ain't satisfied unless you walking around with an actual big ass eggplant hanging. But hold on. So are you telling me that if you were with a man mm-hmm. who was subpar in that department, I'm talking about size. You can't help su- your size. No, no, no. I'm, obviously, you can't right. help it. Yeah, he, he, it's not his fault. Right. But what I'm saying is, if he happened mm-hmm. to have a subpar penis, mm-hmm. you you're saying you, you're you talking about overall experience or just the no? Size? I'm saying hypothetically, if you ended up with a man who size wise just wasn't cutting it, you would you would stick it, with him. It has happened. How? It has happened. Was, let me let me tell you, you this. Would be with him and, and, and Absolutely. Let me tell you why. 
You think every woman out here that's married and happy is walking around with a salami dick? No, Absolutely no, not. No. You think that's what she got in her bed every night? Absolutely fucking not. Any woman that's looking in your face telling you that is a liar. Every man is not out here built like a fucking porn star. So, I feel like as a woman to actually say that you only cheat on your man because his dick is not big enough, it's got to be like you said, you just ain't happy, sis. Because I don't believe the memes that say if you love a man enough, two inches is enough. I ain't saying that far down, but everybody don't have to be this. Everybody don't got to be this. You get what I'm saying? No, no, no. This this, this is enough. You know, even a little smaller than this. This is love. This this, this, this is marrying, you know, marriage size or whatever. But yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So So, give it to me. You got anything else? I love this. All right. Look. From the mind of a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so do you feel women should be submissive to their husband? Okay, I, I'm so glad that you brought that up. As far as submissive, first of all, um, let's get into it real quick. See, I know what my definition of submissive is since we hear that word thrown around a lot, especially by black men. Let's see what submissive actually means. But since you said that, what's your definition of submissive? Like a woman being submissive? To me, a submissive, a submissive woman would be a woman who allows her king to lead. Okay. A queen who's willing to allow her king to lead. In a nutshell, that's what I see it as. Okay. Now, Now, once again... That applies to men who know how to lead. Not every man is an effective leader. Right. And I and I and I'm aware of okay. that. Okay. I'm aware of that. So so again, you got the definition? Submissive. Ready to conform to the authority or will of others, meekly obedient or passive. And honestly, I, I, I get it. Now, I don't like the meekly obedient or passive part, right. but ready. It sounds to, harsh. But to conform to the authority or will of others and to answer your question, yes, because I feel like if you can't be submissive to your husband, then why did you marry him? Okay. You know, that should be the person that you should be able to be submissive to. Now, let me tell you what I feel submissive actions are listening when a man speaks Mm -hmm. not questioning his authority as you said allowing him to lead Mm -hmm. letting him be the decision maker so I don't have a problem with that where I feel that most women have issue with is because as you said most men have not proven themselves to be leaders who have they have not done anything to make a woman feel like they could take the lead or mm-hmm. be in a position of authority. I remember my um last ex, him saying something like, "Damn, babe, won't you let just let me make the decision sometime? Let me." Li-. And this is the voice that he's using. <laughs> I'm supposed to listen to you too. Let me make Let me lead. Like I'm involved okay. with a man now who speaks to me like, "Babe, babe, listen." I said, "I got it right." I got this. No, he's not my husband, but he takes the lead. He's a, an authority figure. He doesn't have to ask me. And his voice is not like right, this. Right, 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 right. His yeah. voice is like that's this. important. All right, that's important. Yeah. So, so, so now the second part to that is, if a woman makes more than her husband, mm-hmm. should that affect 
That's that level of submission. Honestly, in it depends. Well, it's levels to that too. Like I feel like, um, first of all, when I look at situations like that, it's like, damn it, how much more? I don't want to be out here um, with a good city job or you know, big corporate job, and my man is flipping burgers. See, we're not gonna go that far down the rabbit hole with it. But there's gonna be times where you may make a little ten grand a year less than I do, maybe fifteen to twenty. But when it starts to get ridiculous, like I said, where I'm making salary and you're still on hourly. You know, on minimum wage and shit, that is a problem because I feel like where we are like at. How did that even happen? Well, I want to know. Hear me out. Okay. I'm 45 years old, so okay. I'm gonna be real with you. It depends again how much less than me you make because mm. at 45 years old, I'm not even involving myself with men who have career paths and employment titles where they're making that much less because there's honestly in New York City there's only a handful of jobs that only pay shit wages and I'm not dating men who have shit ass jobs. I got you. You know what I, I mean? You. If you're working in, in, in Target, I'm not dating you. Okay. I'm sorry. If you're working in the fast food industry unless you're a manager because truth be told managers make a pretty penny. I heard that. Okay. I'm not dating so yeah so, that's what all right. it is. So, yeah. so, so let's say for the sake of this mm -hmm. Question. Okay. Let hypothetically let's say that you were equal when the two of you met in terms mm -hmm. of financially equal. Let's say he got laid off. Right. And now he got has another job where he's making significant a significant um, uh, amount that's less than you. Mm -hmm. Could you? I can deal with it as long as you don't know, see. To me, this is what makes a man. And would that affect your submissiveness? Honestly, yeah. it it would only affect. You know what? I've been there years ago. I dated a man and I was much younger. I was about 30, 31. It was during Sandy. And he had actually, as you said, he got laid off from his job. He got fired. And what made my attitude change was the way he carried himself in that moment. If you still are a man and mm -hmm. moving as a man, I won't change. Mm -hmm. But if you all of a sudden become depressed down about everything, mad at the world, sad at life because you're out of work. I think that's the problem that most women have. It's okay. not because a man loses his job. It's who he becomes when he loses the job. Okay. You understand? Okay. Yeah. As okay. long as that don't change, I can rock with you. Okay. And, and still yeah. be submissive. Yeah. And honestly, we talking about husbands now because I'm not out here being submissive <laughs> not, to no boyfriend who done lost his job. We talking husband. Yeah, we talking husband. Yeah, my yes. husband. Now, like I said, I went through that with a boyfriend and it wasn't worth it because like I said, his whole attitude and vibe change. I'm going to call it out. He started sleeping on the couch all day. I was an iron worker and I'm busting my ass getting money in these streets. I leave my house at 6 o'clock in the morning mm. for work and come home 6 in the evening. This nigga still laid out on the couch in a depression because he got fired from his okay. job. All right. So I can't deal with that. All right. Okay. I want to know. Okay. Should, should all forms of communication be cut off completely with an X? Before entering into something new with the with your next, um, I wouldn't say all forms of communication. If okay, again levels, it depends. Like if it's an ex that you just broke up with, my question would be, why are you even? What are you communicating about? Like I gotta be real with you, Lance. I hear people say, I mean, my exes is still cool. Mm -hmm. It's not that my exes are my enemies. But there's no reason. I have 
It's like, what are the ties still? Why do we still have to talk? Like, I got one ex that we only communicate now because he has an aunt that I was very close to. And she's in her 90s. Mm-hmm. So everybody in the family is just, you know, sticking by her and they're preparing because they don't feel like she have long left hair. So he'll call me to let me know, you know, what a condition is, how she doing that. But otherwise, communicating with exes, I feel like it's unhealthy. Like, honestly, like, that shit about my ex is one of my best friends and all this mm-hmm. shit, I don't have time for it. Because I feel like if your ex is your best friend, what you break up for? They so damn wonderful. What, what am I still communicating with you for? Why am I still kicking with an ex? How did you become my bestie? Mm-hmm. No, I, I have it. not saying that all communication should be cut off, mm-hmm. but there should be boundaries. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so you, do you feel do you feel like men and women can just be friends? Absolutely. Okay. You're my friend. I'm gonna be honest with right. you. I'm looking at you now, even though we're coworkers, but just somebody that I can see as a friend. Mm-hmm. I got a friend now that's been one of my closest friends since elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely happens. You're gonna have people in your circle. If you can't sit next to somebody of the opposite sex and be friendly with them and and and, and not fuck them. Something got to be wrong with you as, as an adult. Like, absolutely men and women can be friends. I see it all the time. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. I really got close friends and homeboys. When I tell you, Lance, they could never. They could never. <laughs> and they don't ever want to. Right. Well, I don't know if they don't ever want to. You know, we don't But, I mean, we don't yeah. even think about it. It's not even. Discussed. We be too busy talking about the shit they go through with their women for them to even be thinking about Okay. Them. All right. Yeah. Cool. So. There's something I wanted to know um, while we were on the topic of finances and, ooh, and, ooh. and men and women finances. Give it to me. How do you think that dy- that dynamic should work in the household with a, with a, in a marriage? Honestly, a- case by case. Because sometimes like you're going to have marriages where financially you got one person who is the winner, mm-hmm. who's the lion in this situation. Mm-hmm. And if that person chooses to do more as far as the finances... So be it. But then it shouldn't be expect. First of all, I'm going to be real with you. I feel like the man, because we were taught, and this is all the way back to the Bible, the man is supposed to be the provider, mm-hmm. the protector, the hunter, the gatherer. Mm-hmm. So financially in the household, like whatever you do is y'all's business, but it should be where nobody suffers. There should never be a situation in a marriage where I'm doing less or I, I have less because of what I have to do for the house. Like, for instance, I talked about this in a tasty topic. I don't believe in housewives when your man's not making enough to mm. hold you down. Mm. If your man is only making $50,000 a year, you should not be sitting on your ass at home having babies or just on your ass at home being a housewife when you could have a little gig. Mm-hmm. That's when your gig at Target to help pay for some of the finance. For instance... Uh, my last serious relationship, my man was about to retire. His plan was buying a house out of town. We was going to live together. He was going to start driving trucks. And I told him, he, he didn't want me to work. I said, well, why not, babe? I could get a job in a bank, nursing home, anything. He was like, well, if you want to, why the fuck wouldn't I want to? I'm still young. I'm healthy. I can work. So, yeah. Okay. I feel okay. like as long as everything's paid for and we all, I feel like the purpose of a partnership, we should be happy and prosperous because of it. I feel like if two people are together and you're still struggling, something ain't adding up. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's really how I feel. That's fair. Um, this, this next question came to mind because I've heard women say what um, in relationships what they're not willing to do, the next woman will. So mm-hmm. if so if in a marriage, if oh, 
So, so, all right, so the question is in a marriage, uh-huh. if a man wants sex from his wife, mm-hmm. do you feel like she should? Give it to him just to keep him satisfied. You know, because once again, like I've heard women say, look, I, I'll do it because what I'm not willing to do, the next woman will, whatever. I, I just want your opinion I'm gonna be on that topic. Too. Now, see, that's another thing. I feel like as far as sex, that's something that is deep that I don't think enough couples discuss. I think when we fuck, we just fucking aimlessly and falling in love. And it's not something that is focused on. I feel like sex is... Not something that should ever feel like a chore. Mm-hmm. And that shit about what you won't do another mm-hmm. woman will, that's very outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's things that women worried about because they were worried about losing these breadwinners. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like we're in a time where you should have to worry about that. I don't feel like sex should be a duty anymore. It should be something that both of you love, like, and enjoy okay. as a couple. And as far and then as a man, you should ask yourself, why is it that my wife or my woman isn't wanting to have sex with me? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you out here trying to fuck like rabbits. Like I heard there was a couple I was reading about that have been doing it every night of their relationship. And it was like, my God, today, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like what kind of batteries they got in them? But I feel like the question again should be when your woman doesn't want to have sex with you is why let's talk about that before we start discussing what another woman will and won't do okay and, and if it should be something that a woman feels obligated to do for a man basically okay. daddy why she don't want to fuck you right, right you know right. okay so, all right yeah. I, I have one final question okay final question is um if a couple has an issue that's spoken about and resolved should it be able to be brought back up months or even years later absolutely not you shouldn't you don't even got to finish that I've been through that. Me, I got a homeboy, one of my closest friends. We get into arguments about that all the time. I tell him he should be an archaeologist because he loves digging up the fucking past. I'm really one of those women where if it's the past, leave it in the past. We had an argument about it. We cleared it up. Don't bring it up. Like Even when I find myself slipping with my dude now, he'd be like, babe, we already discussed that. And it's not... Like, oh shit, we definitely did, babe. I'm sorry. Mm. No, the past stays in the past. Leave it alone. Don't bring it up. And oh, as far as talking about the past, Mm. that's a violation too. Mm. I had a man that I was with Mm. that would wait until we were in dirty, nasty shouting matches, which I don't engage in Mm. anymore, tasters. At 45 years old, you raise your voice at me, I'm out of here. You start yelling and screaming at me, I'm going to start crying. It was a big fucking cry, baby. And then I'm breaking up with you. But we would get into these yelling, screaming, shouting matches. Mm. And he would take deeply personal shit that I said to him mm. and throw it in my face. Like, this is something that I told you. It should be locked, zip. Low Why blows, is this? low blows. Yeah. Like, let's just say, for instance, I told him, you know, years ago. Um, and then I'm going to hit you with a tasty dessert. And then we'll walk. Well, anyway, uh-huh. but we had a little technical difficulty, tasters, <laughs> but um, I'm getting ready to hit Lance with a tasty dessert. But okay. anyway, um, 
as we're doing this, we're actually trying to do a video recording. It's my first time. Tasted, you're going through it with me. But, um, okay, let's go back on topic. So, I had a man, again, that I could bring up something as crazy as being hit by a man. I could tell him, you know, years ago, I dated a guy and he actually put his hands on me. Mm. In an argument, he would say crazy shit to me. Like, yeah, that's why that nigga punched you in your face mm. when you was with him oh, because yeah, you nah, talked too much and shit right. like that. Yeah, so, like, I feel, to answer your question, yeah. and keep... Past days in the past. Like, okay. that's one thing. A man, when he's with me, he mm -hmm. don't have to worry about me digging up old shit, never forgetting stuff. Although, like, you see the, 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 the post about laying in the bed, remembering something he said in 2017. Y'all, I don't think that's cool. I think it's ugly. So, um, anyway... Okay. Again, I just want to say, Lance, when I tell you I enjoyed this, you know, yes. I, I could sit and talk to you all night. And I promise you, the next time we do sit at the table, I hope to have a table, you know, with some friends. Like okay. a, a real table with some liquor involved. Yeah, let's do it. And um, I am going to hit you with a never have I ever. Okay. Um, question. Women always talk about moaning in mm. the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> Fuck moaning. Mm. Have you ever been with a woman who has made you scream? <laughs> <laughs> the scream. Uh, no. Ever. Never. I've, n I've never screamed. No. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I can't say the same. I have made a man or two what? scream in the bedroom oh, in this shoot. lifetime. Moaning is nice, but... Making a man scream is next level. Oh, and anyway, shit. tasters, we're going to end it right here <laughs> again. Uh, this is my friend Lance Liverpool, model at the Extraordinaire. Give out your credentials again, Lance. Let them have it. Where, yes, you, where and, can you be found? Yes, and and also, you mind, mind me letting them know where they can watch some of yeah, my content? Yeah, give it up. Talk right. about it. Wonderful. So, as Stella mentioned, I, I am an actor, um, and I have... A new film out right now, actually called The Fix. Um, it's it's a it's it's a drama, and it brings about awareness on a number of issues like mental health, substance abuse, alcohol abuse, and even domestic violence. The and, Fix, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yes, tasters, the and, Fix, and uh, that can be found on YouTube. Uh, just type in The Fix 2021 for that. Um, I also have a comedy series out called Roommates. Um, it's about me and two irresponsible roommates and all the crazy antics that go on in the house and, you know, different ways they try to raise money to, to, to pay the rent. And, and, uh, that could be found on YouTube as well. Roommates, roommates. as one word, roommates, Ray, R-A-Y. All right. And Force the Sin. Oh, my favorite. Yes. Let's not forget Force the Sin. I can tell you about that. That is on YouTube. It's Forster as in Forster Child, Forster Care System. <laughs> Forster Sin as in the sins and the crimes you commit. Yes. Forster, F-O-S-T-E-R-S-I-N. It is one of my favorite YouTube series starring yes. this gentleman. It is wonderful getting into it. And actually... It has been picked up by Tubi. So it's yeah. now... right. Find it on Tubi, right? Yes. It's Tubi. T-U-B-I. If you yes. do not have the Tubi app on your phone, PC, or tablet, you need to do it. It's free. Binge, it's free. <laughs> binge watch Force to Sin and catch this guy in all of his acting glory. Yes. And again... Thank you for being here for this wonderful, tasty topic. Thank you. I enjoyed myself with you, Lance. I did as well. Thank you so and much. And I look forward to seeing you again. Catch us 
Tuesday. We'll see you then. And that's going to be that. Keep it tasty. All questions, inquiries, suggestions, please send them all to MsIronBox at gmail.com. That's M-I-Z-I-R-O-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. And I'll be talking to you soon. This was fun. Yes.